Hi, this is Pastor Tom Holliday, and I want to welcome you to Daily Drive Time Devotions. We're beginning a look at Mark chapter 8 today, day 1, verses 1 to 8. And Mark 8, as we get into this chapter, it's a chapter all about God's perspective on life. The way that you look at things makes all the difference in how you live. If I see a circumstance in my life as just an obstacle, I'm going to treat it one way. If I see that same circumstance as instead an opportunity to grow, I'm going to treat it an entirely different way. If I see a person in my life as just a negative influence, I'll treat them one way. If I see them instead as a creation of God, somebody in whose life God wants to work, I'm going to treat them in an entirely different way. In, in Mark chapter 8, Jesus' disciples are having some problems with perspective, like I do, like we all do. And they, they teach us some things as we walk through this chapter about the wrong spiritual perspective and how to change that. And Jesus teaches us some things about the right spiritual perspective and what he wants to do in our lives. This chapter begins in verse 1 with Jesus doing something, doing something miraculous, doing something that might sound familiar in this book of Mark. Mark 8, verses 1 to 9. During those days, another large crowd gathered. Since they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people, for they've already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way because some of them have come a long distance. His disciples answered, But where in this remote place can anyone get enough bread to feed them? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. When he'd taken the seven loaves and given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people, and they did so. They had a few small fish as well. He gave thanks for them also and told the disciples to distribute them. The people ate, and they were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken bread that were left over. About 4,000 men were present. Now, as I read this scripture, you may have been scratching your head and thinking, didn't, didn't we just study this in the book of Mark? But I thought it was 5,000 people that he fed. Yes, Jesus did feed 5,000. He also fed 4,000. It's two separate miracles at two separate times. Now, a lot of people have the question, why did Jesus do it again? Well, two reasons. One, people's need. Two, the disciples' learning. He did it again because of the people's need. Don't miss the fact here that the people were hungry. Why did Jesus again feed this great crowd, 4,000 in this case, with just a little bit of bread and a few fish? Because they were hungry. You're facing some needs right now in your life. Maybe you're not sure about your job. Maybe you're not sure about the future. This, this story of the feeding of the 4,000 as well as the story of the feeding of the 5,000 tells you Jesus cares about your need. He sees when we hurt. He sees when we're hungry. And he cares about your need. Jesus did this miracle again because the people had a need. He also did this miracle again because the disciples needed some training. It's a lesson. It's a training for them. And it's also a lesson. It's a training for us on wrong perspective. You see, these disciples, as they saw all the people that needed food, they, they went to Jesus, they talked about it. Jesus said, you, you need to feed them. They said, well, there's no way that that could happen. Where in the world could we get enough bread to feed these people? And Jesus says, how many loaves do you have? Here's the lesson on the wrong perspective that you and I can see in the lives of the disciples here. They were setting their minds on their resources and not on God's resources. They saw how many people? And they saw, there's no way we could meet this need. 
because they look just at their resources. Where will anyone be able to find enough to satisfy these men? With their resources, it was just impossible. It was totally impossible. Now, the interesting thing to me, and probably you too as you read this, is that just a few chapters back, they'd learned this lesson, that when they came to the end of their resources, God had more than enough resources. And here we are just a few chapters later, and they'd already forgotten God's resources. Now, there's one side of me that thinks, how could they have forgotten so soon? But there's another side of me that thinks, I forget so soon. How often has God had to ask the same question in my life again and again and again? In this case, with the disciples, it's how many loaves do you have? He had to ask them again. In my case, it's are you going to trust me instead of worrying this time? Are you going to let go? Are you willing to see my hand at work in this situation? God has to ask me the same question again and again and again. You see, when I look at these disciples, I see myself, and I can definitely see myself not learning the lesson because I have to learn the lesson fresh for every day. And they're learning the lesson here, fresh for a new day. God's resources are more than enough. How many loaves do you have? That reminded the disciples of the feeding of the 5,000. And, and they said, I think a little bit sheepishly, we, we have seven. They were reminded to take into account the resources of God. And maybe that's what you need to be reminded of right now in your life. Take into account the resources of God. You're looking at a situation in your life, maybe a financial situation, maybe a relationship, maybe a health situation. You're looking at that situation you're facing and you're, you're looking only at your resources and you're thinking it's hopeless. With God's resources, we never come to the end of our hope and we never come to the end of God's resources. There's always more than enough with him. We're reminded through the example of the disciples here that we get the wrong perspective when we set our minds just on our resources and we don't set our minds on God's resources. Now, God wants to use your resources, no doubt about it, but he doesn't want you and I to set our minds just on our resources. Our resources are just a part of God's resources and his resources are infinite. Now, I want you to notice something here with me. In fact, it's true in both feedings, the feeding of the 5,000 that we looked at a few weeks back, and here the feeding of the 4,000. In both of those cases, there are three things about God's resources that you and I need to get a hold of. Number one, God's resources are released through human gifts. Number two, God's resources are distributed through human hands. And number three, God's resources are more than enough. God's resources are released through human gifts. There was someone in the crowd, a little boy in the feeding of the 5,000, who gave a few loaves and a few fish. And then in this crowd, there was someone who gave the loaves that they had. God's resources were released through human gifts. Now, the gifts that they gave were not enough to meet everybody's need, but the faith that they had was more than enough to see that everybody's need was met. God wants you to give something in your life right now. I don't know what it is. It's the gift of time. It's the gift of money. It's the gift of the abilities that God has put into your life. He wants you to give something in your life right now. And you look at the gift that you can give and you think, it's not enough. It's not going to meet the need. That is not the question. The question is, are you willing to give what God's asking you to give? Because when you give what God's asking you to give, that step of faith releases in incredible ways the power of God in that situation. Now, could God do it without me saying yes to him? Yes, he could. 
but he doesn't usually. God usually works through our faith. That's what he has chosen to do. He's chosen to work through our faith because he wants to build our faith because he wants to reach a world. God's resources are released through human gifts, and then they're distributed through human hands. Not only did someone give a gift, but then Jesus prayed over that gift, and he gave it to the disciples to hand out to other people. It's an incredible thing to be a part of God's miracle. And you're a part of God's miracle when, as a part of the body of Christ, the church, you see God working through your life to touch other people's lives and to make a difference. And you realize this isn't me doing this. This is just me being a part of what God's doing. God releases his gifts through something someone has given, but then he gives those gifts back and he does it through us as well. That's the love of God. That's the grace of God that he allows us to be involved in the miracle of what he's doing. And so when God wants to bring someone to salvation, he wants to bring someone to new life, he gives you or he gives me the privilege of sharing with them the good news. And because we had the privilege of sharing, they cross the line and they have a new life, a new faith. I got to be involved in it. God could have chosen to do it without me, but I got to be involved. God does that because of his love for us. And then a third thing to remember about God's resources, they are more than enough. They're not just enough. They're more than enough. In the feeding of the 5,000, there were 12 baskets left over. Here, there are seven baskets left over. Now, tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit more about why the 12 and, and why the seven. What does that mean? But today, just focus on the fact that there was more than enough. God's resources are more than enough to do what God wants because God is more than enough. He is all-powerful. Let's take a moment right now together in prayer to talk to God who is all-powerful and who knows about the need you're facing right now and wants to meet that need, who knows about the need that people in your life are facing right now and wants to meet the need of those people that you love. Let's talk to him. Jesus Christ, thank you that you're still working miracles today, the miracle of meeting people's needs. Help me to see Jesus, a place where I can give a gift a gift of my time, a gift of my resources, a gift of my money, a gift of something you've put into my life, my abilities. Help me to see where you want me to give a gift so that needs can be met. God, help me to see where you want to distribute a gift through my life and help me to be faithful to do that. When you say, hand out the bread, help me to do it. And God, remind me always that your gifts are more than enough. Give me a new and fresh faith in you today whatever the circumstances of my life or the people that I love, you are at work. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, in your name, amen. And we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to talk together about the disciples and how they learn more about this incredible resource that God wants to give of faith. (music) 